Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ooh, ooh, ah, ah, ah. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello to you. This is you, me, and a poltergeist. That it is. You clicked on it, you should know it. We are the pair that explores. Nope, I fucked it up already. Because <laughs> I stared at you so intensely. Why did you stare at me with such intensity? Because you sounded so confident with that. Oh, I dragged a chair. Hold on, let me drag it more. I need my feet up. I am a lady. And I'm fat and I'm lazy. We are the pair that dares to explore the world of scares. Did you write that down? I did because I forgot it. And I knew I'd forget it because you'd stare at me and then give me your googly eyes and I'd fall in love all over again. Aww. It is a late evening recording for once in a while. Yeah, we haven't done that in a while. As you can tell by the yawn in Belinda's last sentence. <laughs> hey, in my defence, I did not have my nap today. As a rebuttal, you had all day to do a nap. Ah, uh, excuse me? Hey, I was... I was just coming at this from the point of I... like an argument where it's a debate. Um, okay, well, let me debate this. I was taking care of our nephews, Milo and Lenny. Hmm. Sarah's dogs. Yep. Um, the dash hounds. The dash hounds. I also was researching for today's episode and it scared me. Okay. So I couldn't nap. Ah, counter argument. I just spilled Pepsi Max in my armpit hair. How does that make you feel? <laughs> this is how debates work, right? It's we just fair. say things that are happening. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's why I got an what? F in debate club. Oh, wait, that was an extracurricular? I don't know. Yeah, I failed it. <laughs> you debate. failed yeah. debate club? I don't know why, because I love arguing. Right? I know. But I think you just get angry and be like, ah, fuck you. Yeah. Instead of that's thinking how you argue. of a logical argument. That's how you argue, at least. <laughs> that's how I learned yeah, in my family. Must fire in some shots here. I'm going to fire some shots in your head oh. in a minute, I swear. Wait, whoa. Die. Hey, if I die before this episode comes up, then I don't know what I'm going to do. But if I die after this episode's up, you know that Belinda's killed me. Because she just, on live air, admitted to firing shots in my head. Show me where I own a gun. Or bow and arrows. You got two or guns. Or anything else you're thinking <laughs> you of got shooting. got two guns right here. No. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> We all know I don't. 
<laughs> that is just flab that flaps in the wind. In case you couldn't see, because you're listening to this show, which you all are, I thrusted my hands into the air and then flexed my arms. Which, you got some pretty good guns. Thanks, babe. Definitely. Too sweet. Hey, what's new? Um... Uh, Tell the people they're all, They all want to know We went to my cousin's wedding on the weekend Yep I got a bit drunk Yep We danced, we cried There was lots of country music so dancing So much country music I nearly did the worm But I wasn't drunk enough to There's got to be a point There's a point with me where I just stop caring about what my dance moves are Yeah And I was getting there with pure sober sobriety. And I think it's because I was dancing too, though. Right. I was having fun. We were having a good time. We did the jive. We did do the jive. And a couple of jive turkeys. Is that an offensive thing? I don't know. Not if we don't think it's offensive. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't think it's offensive. You jive turkey. <laughs> it's a 70s slang. And is someone who is unreliable, makes exaggerations or empty promises. A jive turkey. I do make a lot of empty promises. <laughs> I promise I'm going to vacuum today. Did not move from the lounge. I'm going to have a nap. I promise. Didn't even Because those, those are the kinds of things that... Those are the things about. I promise. And if I don't fulfill them, I'm obviously a jive turkey. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I didn't know. I didn't nap today. I didn't clean... I looked after some dogs, which was fun. We have some schnugs. Um, looked after my dogs, I think. I don't know. They kind no, of look I after s- themselves, those ones. Yeah, they are independent. The guinea pigs um, tormented the sausage dogs. Wait, the guinea pigs tormented the sausage dogs? Yeah, Betty was getting, like, right up to the cage and, like, sniffing them and stuff. And, my, and like, hell? Egg and Milo and Lenny on. Poppy's like, fuck you, man. Like, can you just get these dogs away from us? And he's like, yeah, fuck you. I'm behind bars, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a bad bitch. You can't kill me. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm in here for. (laughs) I'm doing 25 to life, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I killed some strawberries. (laughs) Yeah. Her mouth is all bloody. (laughs) Uh, As predicted last week, I did do night shift and I did hate every single fucking minute of it. You did. I was very grumpy towards the end of the week, like super grumpy. Yeah, but yeah, I know he was. Ninety percent because I was lacking a lot of sleep, and I'm a very sleep. If I don't get like a good at least six hours, the seven. Most irritable person. I'm very irritable when I'm tired. Yeah. Yeah. Like otherwise, he snaps um, at me more than what? often. You do. You do the whole little, babe. And I'm like, what are you doing to me? Wait, wait, wait. Give the people that snap once more. Babe. <laughs> That's a snap? Yeah, because you never do that. So when you do that, I'm like, oh, he hates me. What, when I said, babe? Yeah, see? Oh, oh. hurts. It hurts because you never go off at me. So when you do, I'm like, oh, I'm in no, trouble. If, when I'm tired, I don't go off at you. What do you do? You do the whole, babe. That sounds sad more than going no. Off at it's someone. when you're fr- okay. I sound sad now because you just didn't. It made me feel sad. <laughs> this is our therapy. I don't think this I've is... ever yelled at you. You have. Have I? When? when we first moved into this house, did I? And I chucked a tantrum. 
And I yelled at a lifeguard. Ah, uh, yep. You yelled at me then. Anyway, let's get away from that. No, Keep let's come back to that. <laughs> no. God damn. Anyway. Um, night shift was shit. Uh, I don't really want to do it again. I'm not doing it this week, which is nice, but they've juggled me around to a different shift again. So it's afternoon. like, it's like, what the hell is going on? Anyway, I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> what are we talking about today, Melinda? We're talking about whatever the fuck we want. Yeah, some of those, some fun little sprinkles into the paranormal world of whatever the hell we want. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, we could be speaking about more cryptids, but we we're not. C- yeah, we could be speaking about a collective theme like is cryptid on the table now like can i just suddenly yeah. speak about bigfoot mm. <laughs> i don't know about bigfoot i'm though. not gonna speak about bigfoot things that no let's not do bigfoot or some shit like that i mean there's, there's a limit uh, yeah like let's keep it on theme with i already know what i'm doing next week and shit. what is it can't tell you it's weird and paranormal and kind of interesting. Kind of paranormal? I don't know. We'll see. Paranormal-ish. Ish? We're going to have a good time next week. Stay tuned. Anyhow, this week, though, mm-hmm. guess what I'm doing? A castle in New Zealand. Wow. Way to spoil it. Because you told me. Oh, my God. Well, so that means you can go people. first. Yeah, I'll go first. So... Yes, I am doing a castle in New Zealand. There are only two castles in New Zealand as well, and they're both in the same city. What? Just listening to you pronounce New Zealand. New Zealand. <laughs> what? What do I do wrong? Oh, we just pronounce it differently. Oh, but you and I. Yeah. How do you pronounce it? New Zealand. New Zealand. Yeah. New Zealand. <laughs> I said Z I L L. Yeah. A N D. Like a kiwi. Thanks. Well, I grew up with my mum, who was a prolific who is a kiwi, who is a prolific kiwi, <laughs> who is a self-confessed kiwi, mainly <laughs> because she was born there. She's not an Australian citizen, which I've only just learned. I know, me too. I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't know that. I thought that you just become one when you marry an Australian. She's an illegal immigrant. Well, no. And she's a very legal immigrant. Oh, she's just about to become one, Camel. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so, situated on a lovely rolling green hill in Dunedin on the South Island of New Zealand <laughs> is a <laughs> gothic revival-style castle that is, as I said, only one of two castles, the other being in Dunedin, and it's, like, majorly dilapidated. And it is less of, like, a castle and more of, like, a couple of high stone walls next to a house. Like, I want to ask what exactly the metric we're using is to determine whether or not something's a castle. Yeah, that's like when they say it's a, um, um, fuck, manor. A manor, yeah. Yeah. What separates a manor from a big house? This could be a manor. Right? But anyone would look at it from the outside and be like, it's just a fucking big house. Yeah. Well, I think, yeah, I don't know. I think it's just if you put the title out the front. So we could just put a sign out the front saying Castle um, Five Ash? Yeah, and then that counts. We've got a knight upstairs. Yeah, yeah, right. We're like halfway there already. We have a suit of armor, that's yep. it. Yeah. Not a knight. <laughs> There's no person in it. 
that we know of. <laughs> so, before I continue on with the sort of details of this, I have to say that this story has so many sort of similarities with the Ducats Grove oh. Gothic Revival Castle story. Okay. Both okay. feature sort of similar characters in it. They don't have banshees in it, and the haunting's kind of different. But, like, the things that happen leading up to it that create the haunting are, like, similar, very, very similar to Ducket's Grove. Okay, oh. okay. Yeah. There's, yeah, I'll draw the similarities when they come up. Anyhow. But, yeah, I've been I've been to this castle, Larnack Castle. You've been there? I've been there. And at the time, when I went Where there seven years ago, I didn't know it was haunted. But upon sort of, like, looking into it now, I'm like, oh, yeah. You can kind of see when you're walking through it how that would be haunted. Like, it, it's got that haunted kind of atmosphere where yeah. you can be like, I could imagine, like, a ghost popping out there and being like, ooh, and you're getting scared. It's just got that vibe, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's yeah. the energy. The energy is weird. Yeah. I'm going to deck it out with some crystals. That's exactly right. Yeah. Get some big rose quartz in there. Get all that love. So, Larnack Castle started construction in 1871 at the behest of William Larnack. And if you remember Ducket's Grove, the main man of Ducket's Grove was called William Ducket. So, William Larnack mm. is another similarity. Oh, okay. Yeah, there we go. Two willies, two... <laughs> two, two willies? Oh. <laughs> we love a good two willies. Oh, my God. Sharks have two willies, did you know? Anyhow, moving Really? On. Yeah, they have two have penises. Have you seen um, turtle penises? No. They're like a scoop. Yeah. They're like long and thin, and at the end, it's like a shovel. Wow, that's uncomfortable. Oh, apparently she likes it. <laughs> I think it's, it's turtles or tortoises, maybe both. Now I would like you to do the sound of a tortoise having sex. <laughs> That's about accurate. It is. It's so obscure. <laughs> it's like you're not sure if they're in a lot of pain or just having the best time ever. <laughs> having the best time ever by the, the slowest of it. best time ever. <laughs> <laughs> that thrust takes thirty seconds. Yeah, <laughs> but it feels good. It feels real good. You know what I'm saying he's so, probably yeah. like the fastest tortoise now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so a yeah the. William Larnack was a renowned New Zealand businessman and politician. And, yeah, so uh, the construction continued from 1871, but it was never really actually complete uh, due to sort of money issues, his kind of funds with the bank and whatnot and political stuff happening that stopped him from being able to complete it. And then something else that happened later in his life that I'll get to. But... Yeah, it wasn't actually finished until fairly recently where the couple that bought it in the mid-60s actually finally renovated it, finished it off, and now it's sort of open as a tourist attraction, which is how I ended up going there. It's like, oh, see the castle in New Zealand. And it was a pretty cool place to go through. So the sort of tragedies that happened to this man, similar to how Willie... Duckett had a number of tragedies happen to him. Uh, William Larnack also had a number of tragedies, four tragedies to be pre- uh, precise. 
So the first tragedy came to him in 1880 when Larnak's first wife died of sudden illness. Oh. Grieving from this, he decided to uh, quickly get on the rebound and married his <laughs> late wife's sister oh, two God. years later. Got to keep it in the family. Though. Yeah, exactly right. 1882, two years later, he remarried to his sister. I to mean, her sister. if the wife had good enough genes, obviously the... Sister, right. pretty much it's the same genes. That's exactly right. So you may as well, you know, keep on going. Keep it going. Keep them genes going. Yeah. What kind of illness? Just sudden illness? Uh, I think blood mm. poison or something. They had a lot of blood things happening back yeah. then. Yeah. Eh? Like, uh, get it together, guys. Fucking hell. Three years later, his second wife also died. The sister? Yep. I bet he's doing it. She died from sudden illness as well. Yeah, he's fucking doing this. Yeah. He's some type of serial killer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that could be it. So third in uh, third tragedy struck. Uh, I couldn't find an exact date on this, but his daughter died from a sudden illness as well. Yeah, no, I really think he's doing something, eh? Yep. <laughs> Why so, hasn't he died of sudden illness yet, huh? Well. It's only the women. <laughs> yeah. Wow, this could be like a conspiracy, conspiracy that I that I didn't even think about when I was writing this out. That's why you've got me, baby. Uh, exactly, you spot these things. Yeah, because I love you. See see these things. I see these things on a daily basis because I am one of them things. You're a murderer. (laughs) (laughs) I like to be called a serial killer. Okay, sorry. I'm just so, helping out the human race. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. Okay. Natural selection. So the fourth and final tragedy came after he remarried again in 1891, this time to no relative or anything like that. Oh, well, that's where he's gone had. wrong. Yeah, exactly. I think he married someone who was, like, looking after his kids, like this lady. Anyhow, this time, however, uh, this tragedy wouldn't come from a death, but rather it came... When it became very apparent to William that his third wife was not only cheating on him, but doing so with his own son. Oh, she is not a kick in the dick. <laughs> yeah, I know. Fuck, with his own son. Well, you that. know what? Son's probably younger, doesn't have those sagging balls. I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I say like I draw such relevance. <laughs> oh, oh, my balls. Do your balls hang low? Can you toss them to and fro? Can you tie them in a knot? Can you tie them in a bow? (laughs) (laughs) Anyhow, after finding himself on the edge of financial ruin, William decided to take his own life in 1898 and died via self-inflicted revolver shot to the head. Suicide. He died by suicide. Yep. So, I don't... This is the part of the story I actually remember, because I remember seeing a gun display case at Larnark Castle, and I don't know whether my memory serves me correct, but I'm fairly certain the tour guide said that some of those guns either belonged to him or may have been one of the guns that he used to shoot himself. Oh, definitely Which, one of them would have been. so, that's fucked up. One of them definitely would have been, What are though. you doing? Yeah. So, he... Killed himself because his third wife, third wife? Yep. Was cheating on him with his son. Well, not only that, he also was in, like, financial ruin. Oh, in the financial There was, like, a political thing he'd voted for accidentally that was going to, like, 
he tried to when vote, you vote against for ScoMo and not the Greens. <laughs> yeah, well, he voted against his own policy by accident. Like he, what a there was a yeah, there was a weird thing he did where he's like, "Fuck!" I accidentally put the wrong vote in, and then it kind of flipped and then just fucked him over completely. So he sort of was in a bit of a hard place, and then he finds out his son's fucking his wife. And it's like, well, like that's just every porn these days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your dad's at work. Oh, wow. Your dad's just in the other room, but I saw you in there playing video games, and I think that's really hot. Uh, between 19, sorry, 1898 and 1967, Larnack Castle was actually used as a mental institution and was used to house shell-shocked troops from the war. So, I mean, mm. lots of extra little creepy things to add into the history of this place. Uh, but eventually, this couple was in their combi van driving across the country of New Zealand, the Southern Island, and they eventually stumbled upon this castle. Upon sort of inspecting it and being a tourist, bunch of tourists and sort of looking around it, they were like, oh, this is amazing, real cool. And the wife went to get back in the van... And the husband's just like, God, I'd love to make this my castle, he said, like, jokingly to yeah. the person who owned it. And they're like, oh, it's up for sale. And he's like, really? And right then and there, he bought it off him. Oh, my God, what did his wife say? She was, like, mm, a bit upset at first, but then she got on board. I mean, I'd be pretty pissed off. I'm, like, not making that decision with your significant other. I think, I think she was involved. But uh, I, don't, I don't think she really was. I mean, come on. If you if you and I were out for a Sunday drive, which never happens. In our combi van. In our combi van. And we drive past the castle and you're like, Oh, this is good, I'd rather look to buy this, you know, make this small castle and then someone's like, Here's the deed, do you want it? It's only like twenty dollars and you're like twenty oh. dollars? I don't know how much castles cost, okay? And then Twenty bucks out, right? <laughs> twenty bucks, like, because, you know, they're worthless. And then you just buy it, and I come back from the toilet or whatever, and you're like, "Welcome home." I would be stoked because it was twenty dollars. I would be pissed. Twenty bucks because it's probably fucking haunted, like every other castle. Brayden. You don't know that. Don't judge a book by its cover. Don't judge a castle by its history. Very true. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, there we go. That's the sort of origin story behind the haunting that is happening today. I forgot and what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It is a yeah. haunted place, believe it or not. I just like interesting stories, and that was pretty interesting as it was, but now it yeah. gets better. Yeah, I know. Prepare for the haunted part of it. With the haunting. Yeah, yeah. So there is one actual, like, really particularly creepy and haunting story that comes from this location, so I'll save that for the very end. Okay. But... That's the fucking pinnacle. That's like the creme. That's the creme de la creme. The creme de la creme. As I say, the creme de la creep. What does that mean? I don't know. Okay. (laughs) The best of the best, I think. As one can expect, it's not uncommon to see female figures roaming the grounds of Larnack Castle dressed in their 1800s era clothing. Yeah, because that's the sisters and the daughter. Probably pissed off. You, could, you probably think that the ghosts are, like, fucked off with each other and, like, hate each other because... Oh, yeah. No How doubt. How dare you marry my husband? Duh. You're supposed to be my sister. Or, how dare you marry my sister? 
Oh, like okay. there's so I many. Mean, it's right. a it's a fatal three way to the death. <laughs> yeah, they should have had that three way. <laughs> That's a <laughs> WWE match. <laughs> Anyhow, obviously I don't watch that porn. Do I? The castle actually has twelve rooms available now that you can sleep in. So if you want, I love a haunted place you can sleep in. Yeah, if you want that traditional gothic revival castle with a touch of the paranormal experience, you can do that now. Uh, tales come from guests of hearing footsteps walking down dark stone hallways at night without any light to shine the way, and having heavy breathing coming from outside of their doors at night as well. Can you imagine that? Just <sighs> yeah. That's not fun, hey? That ain't fun. That's definitely not fun. Uh, yeah, as well as in empty rooms that they walk past. Uh, wor- workers and guests also constantly complain about being touched, particularly on the back of their neck Ooh. when they're near the room of the first wife. No. No. Yep, just a little... Bloop, nope. little nope. pinch on the back of the neck. Nope. Yeah. Uh, the castle owner and a worker reportedly have heard heavy furniture being dragged across the floor in the middle of the evening as well as they were working overtime. Uh, They went to explore and try and find out what the hell was going on, only to find that nothing had been moved whatsoever. Oh, it was just phantom noises. Phantom noises? Phantom moving? Maybe it moved and then the ghost quickly put it back? (laughs) The poltergeist is like, this will be a fucking good trick. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) this will get them. Yeah, they'll Uh, think everything's moved around, but then they come out. Nothing's moved around. And the other ghosts are like, oh, mate, it's a fucking classic. Do it to them, these humans. <laughs> Remember um, when we were that stupid as humans? <laughs> so a bunch of other just sort of regular ghost shit, you know. They kind of make mention of other things, like, you know, the classic cold spots and stuff like that, noises. As you do. Probably just downdrafts. Yeah, I don't need to list them as much as I'd want to talk about the next one because the next one is as i said the creme de la creme the very best of the very best this is a fucking masterpiece of a haunting get ready for this so on the year of my birth in 1994 the castle hosted a play that was meant to depict the many members of the family as their its characters the play was called castle of lies i mean what a good way to piss off all the fucking spirits in the house by they hosting. should have just been like Castle of Love. Love, definitely Castle of Love. Yeah, let's host Castle of Lies in the house where the fucking spirits I are. I would be so pissed off as a Capricorn. Yeah, I'd be pretty confrontational. Oh, a hundred percent. You'd be the very confrontational ghost. How <laughs> dare you speak shit about me from beyond the grave? So a hundred go a hundred ghosts a hundred a <laughs> hundred guests funneled into the theatre of the castle, ready to see this fun new play about the castle's previous owners. As the guests were all seated, a torrential storm whipped up from nowhere. Heavy rain crashed against the iron roof, or heavy rain and hail crashed against the iron roof, deafening the audience, and then downdrafts, the likes of which we've never heard of, whipped down the chimneys and blew fine white soot and ash through the air, obscuring the play. Oh, shit. So it eventually sort of calmed down a tiny bit, but it was still raining and hailing pretty heavily. Uh, The castle owner... Margaret Barker was in attendance attendance, and stated 
the drapes were flying everywhere and just as the actors got to the part where William Larnack was about to kill himself, a bolt of lightning shot across the room. What the fuck? Connecting with the gun that the guy was holding. Get the fuck out. How fucking intense is that? That is crazy. Yeah. All the guests in attendance thought it was some sort of dramatic flair that was added, like some next level fucking special effects that were like way ahead of their time and didn't really even question it until after when they were like, what the hell, we're so sorry this has happened. And they're like, what do you mean? That was great. That was the that best was fucking the best play, play of my I've life. Ever seen. The fucking white suit being flicked Cats up. could never. The lady massaging the back of my neck the whole play. Oh, Amazing. Best experience of my life. I know. Well, that's all I have on that's the line at Castle. That's it. If you want to go there and get massage, you can go and stay there. If you want to fucking piss off some ghosts, go to the rendition of Castle of Lies in their theatre. How much does it cost to stay there? Good question. Let me check. Okay. Larnack Castle is about $154 a night. How good's that? How much? $450 a night. $154 Oh, $150 a night. Oh, for two people. Oh, that's for two people. Bloody good. Has Have people had experiences while staying there? Yes. Should we honeymoon? Oh. Honeymoon at Larnack. Cute. I think just the room for the evening is $154. It doesn't matter per person, which is usually how it is, isn't it? I think so. Anyhow, what are you doing? I'm doing a doozy. Hit me with your doos. My doos? You ready for this? I'm ready for this. Neither of us have done this one yet, right? What is it? The Velisca Axe Murder House. Oh my gosh, I did that already. When? Like three episodes ago. No, you didn't. I did. No, you didn't. I did. I worked all day on this. Oh my god! You didn't. I did. No, I swear you didn't. Well, I, I'm getting. No, that. was it? Yeah. No. <gasps> no, I was thinking maybe I just heard it on my favorite murder. I'm trying to find which one I had talked about it. In. It was pretty recent. Yeah, episode thirty-five, Spectrophiliac. Braden talks about the Velisca Axe Murder House in Iowa, where an entire family was butchered with an axe over a hundred years ago. No. Well, I guess this will be a short episode, folks. Are you okay? I spent all day on this. Oh my gosh, I bet you have a good little one as well. It doesn't matter. Well, it's okay, babe. Bye, guys. No, come on. We've had cup. We've had many episodes. We're coming up on our forty-second episode today. That's eighty-four, nearly eighty-four, maybe a, at least eighty different haunted locations that we've discussed. We're gonna have some repeats every now and then, you know, and forget what we've done sometimes. So you know, five episodes ago, it's all right. We have a red bubble store. We're working on some fun, cool out outfits, some fun, cool artwork stuff. Belinda's got someone in the mix, and it's going to be pretty awesome, so look out for that. We're hoping to be able to, like, create our own website soon as well. We'll keep you all posted with that sort of fun stuff. Yeah, bit of a shorter episode today, but 
All good. We'll come back next week. If you want to find us on Instagram, Facebook, or Patreon, you can support us over there and help the podcast grow. Patreon works sort of how a like subscription to a magazine would work. There's no lock-in. There's no nothing. You just go there. Uh, you select amount, and every month you will donate a very small amount, be it like $2, $5, $10, towards the podcast and that goes to uh we're currently just saving it up so we can improve the quality of our show get sort of visual equipment so we're able to tape the recordings and then make like video recordings out of it as well so yeah, if you want to help us proceed with the future of the show maybe do our own spooky investigations you can find us over there on patreon if you want to find me on Instagram, you can at Braden Farvash, B-R-A-Y-D-O-N number 5-A-S-H. And Bambi Maccas, B-A-M-B-I-M-A-C-C-A-S for Belinda. And don't forget to exercise regularly. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.